If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pick it over the middle and the pass is caught. And that is Chase Claypool stepping out of a tackle. Going inside the 45, inside the 40, down to the 39-yard line where Jamel Dean gets him off his feet. And that was the third of three passes in the opening drive for Kenny Pickett, which, Max, this is what I want to point out. Kenny Pickett, first of all, started off by throwing a short pass to uh, Pickens, um, out about eight-yard gain <clears throat> outside the numbers, okay? Second pass, he throws in, in between the hash marks to a Deontay Johnson, all right? Then the third one, he throws to Claypool for 14 yards, and he, he throws inside the numbers. Now, if I'm Todd Bowles and I'm, I'm co-defensive coordinator, the former great Steelers inside linebacker Larry Foote, I'm sitting there looking and going, hmm, ha, as Myron might say. They're using the whole field, especially when three plays later they go on a go route to Pickens along the sidelines that was incomplete. But, again, it kind of put him on, on, on notice. You're going to use the whole field. I thought that was a nice move by Matt Canada. Nah, it, it was it was a good it was a good move, and I think also great decision making by Kenny Pickett as well, to make sure that he did distribute and move things around because, like you said, you don't want to get a deed, uh, or sorry, get a bead. I said deed. Yeah. Get a bead <laughs> on what guys are doing. You don't want to get predictable with your play calling or even, you know, your progressions. Right where you're looking because right. if the routes start to mirror it any smart linebacker, any smart defensive player is going to pick up on that, and then the coordinator is going to call the game accordingly to that. So moving it around and saying, oh, you got to be disciplined against this guy already put them in a position where you can't really get too many keys on, on the guy, that especially that early in the game, right, when we're talking about the first 15 scripted plays. Right, right, and I love that. Here's the thing. Yeah. Number one, you get all three of your top receivers involved immediately. Right now they're all okay. Yeah. 
They're all, you know, they're on their P's and Q's getting ready to go. You, you show them that you're distributing the ball all over the field. You're going to go deep. All these things. And that's one of the things that I hope that continues, that they continue pushing the ball down the field, spreading it out while using all the, the things that they're capable of doing. But one of the other things that I hope they add is a little bit of screen work. I wish we could get some screens. We've seen the tight end screen to Big Blue or the 612 Gentry, right? He's, he's, he's done that. That's something you can build on. But they tried one screen that I can remember, and James Daniels, uh, either he was the lone ranger as far as being out there on screens or the screen call didn't get – uh, was not absorbed by the whole line because there was a total mess up on that one where they let some people run free. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, it was a l- little rough. And like you said, I would love to see more of it implemented, but I think it's something you got to rep, right, Wolf? I mean, you got to rep the screen game. Yeah. You've you got to get it, it under your... control. And, 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 and you, but you also have the, have the intent of it being a part of your offense. Yeah. You can't use it as a novelty, right? No. Like I would love in a perfect world, Wolf. Okay. Where we had where we had the same amount of attention on the jet on the jet sweeps that we love to run multiple times a game. Right. That's usually a novelty. Taken into the screen game, you know that'd be great. That now now you're you're cooking with Crisco there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would right? say the same. Because it, it's such a good thing, especially when you get that defensive line thinking we've got to blow up field, we got to blow it up. And then you're not reading keys. You're just trying to pin your ears back. And then you can just dump it over the top to them. And you get the elephants on parade, meaning the offensive line running in unison down the field, like hands across America. I mean, it, it's a, <laughs> it, it would be a great thing to watch that screen. I, I miss a good screen game. And I would love to see that implemented back in this offense. I always used to love to be the peel man. You know, because you got the kick out guy, oh, yeah. you got the lead up the field guy, and you got the peel guy. And, you know, the peel guy is when you can do it. It's one of those moments that you can enact a little frontier justice at the right moment. You know, it's one of those things where you catch oh, yeah. some guy not looking as he's running and chasing the screen, and all of a sudden, kapow! You know, you lay him out. And that's that's always that's good family fun. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's it's, just... It's, it's that Wale block, you know. You say, right. Wale, bomb! <laughs> you know? And, and that... But, see, you were very... You, you guys were so PC back in the day, Wolf. I have to tell you that. How's that? You know, we call, you, call, you called it a peel guy. We called it the rat catcher. Oh, okay, yes. Yep. Yeah, I because there's that. always that rat trying, trying, trying to sniff out the cheese. <laughs> PC. And, you, you, and, and, you know, you, you got to be the rat catcher. I mean, that, that that's what the peel guy is. He's I the like rat that catcher. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, so I I love the rat catcher role as well, but you know, most of the time when you're when you're running the screen to to my side, like the tackles usually the guy carrying the guy up the field to create the lane, right, to make sure it's not obstructed by that defensive end trying to either sit or trying to jump to bat down the pass. So you know, I never got as much rat killing in, right. but I would make my own rat killing after I got the guy out of the way. The problem usually is- with a, with a bit with a big club move. Well, the problem for you is you're too big. They can see you coming a mile away. You see a shorter guy hey. like me, you can sneak up on him. <laughs> but once again, hey, it's one of those things. Like Shannon Sharp said, listen, you see me and me and a bear in a fight. Don't jump in and help me. 
He's like, just, just just pour some honey on me so I'll make sure he stays so I can whip him longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love – you know what's happening. You know what's going to happen, and I'm still going to do it. <laughs> that was – that was that's the demoralization part of it, right, Wolf? Yes. Is that you can see me coming, right? You see – if you're walking across train tracks, you can see when the train's coming, but what happens? People still die on train tracks every yep. year, Wolf. Yep. You get, you get the little arms that come down and everything – Train, you hear it from over a mile away. Doot, doot, got a big light on the front of it, and people still get hit by a train wolf. So, I mean, that, that's all That's all it is. Hey, once I get on the tracks, it's your decision to stay on them or not. You know what's going to happen, and I'm still going to win. <laughs> you know, we, I, I just love the peel work, though. But in, in we, And Dutch yeah, used to see, refer yeah. to it as a Doppler, uh, the Doppler moment. You know, the Doppler moment is when, you know, you hit somebody so hard that the sound goes from one ear to the other ear and back, you know, like a Doppler effect. Oh, yeah. You know, come along. Oh, yeah. And, you know, but those are the moments of retribution for an offensive lineman, you know, being able to get after some of the defensive linemen because the defensive linemen will do the same thing, especially like if you have a situation where you have an interception and it's the inmates take over the asylum at that point. And then the defensive guys are trying to in, 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 enact their – uh, you know, frontier justice or a little vigilanteism, as it were, uh, as the interception goes the other way. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, you 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 got to be able to flex when you can flex. I think that's what we come down to. <laughs> flex when you can flex. Flex when you can flex, and if you flex when you can flex, you've now flexed out. <laughs> yeah, I can you understand that. Me. I do. Yeah, I do we, follow you. And but, you know, but but but. Is because as offense line, we don't get stats. No. Like, understand that the only stats, if you pull up an offensive lineman right now, go Google them and say, I don't know, Dan Moore stats, mm-hmm. right? Chooks a core for stats. Well, don't put Chooks in, put Chook Wooma. Yeah. But uh, you're going to get games played. Yep. Games started. Height, weight. That's it. Height, weight. And maybe what school you went to. Okay. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. We don't, they, don't, they don't even log the penalties. They don't even care enough to give us penalty logs. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might – well, I mean, now they'll give you a PFF score, but I don't, I, I don't trust those. No. I'm not no. a fan of those. I mean, it's eyeballing and creating some weird algorithm that doesn't involve watching football. But um, but that's it. So, will we get a moment – like, I wish we had, like, you know, KDs, right? You know, knockdowns. Roaches, pancakes, pancakes, right? All the things we love to do. Um, if you actually had that, um, or I don't even know, or how KBs, about, kill, kill blocks. Kill blocks, <laughs> or even how about this? How big what? a steak you ate? Huh? Yeah, now there you go. But 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 that that doesn't help with football, Wolf. How, sure that just does. means that if he's slow, you know why, because the meat's <laughs> just sitting in the stomach. He hasn't processed it out. You know who? Like, you know who used to blow sluggish. me away. Let me let me ask you this: pregame meal, before game, right? What was your go-to? Yeah. What would you eat? Because I I will tell you for myself, I could barely scarf down maybe uh, half a pancake. I mean, but b- pregame, I'm just trying to get something in my stomach because the tension was just too high for me. You know what I mean? It's just like whoa, yeah. you're just you're running that adrenaline rush. So I couldn't I couldn't eat good until after the game was over. All right, uh, one piece of of wheat toasted. Okay. Cream cheese smear on top of it. Oh, a little like, smear, like, like some butter. 
and then three pieces of bacon, roll it up in half. That was my that that was my pregame meal. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. That's good thinking. Yeah, well, I mean, because I I wanted something with some fat. I wanted something with some right. carbs, right? And of course, cheese is amazing. So you know, you just put cheese where you can get it. But uh, it was the binder. Yeah. But that that was it. Like I, I wasn't sitting down having like a full on omelet and potatoes no, I and all do this that. other. I mean, mine was grab and go in the fist. And even like on away games when we're away wolf, I right. do the same thing. I mean, I do grab the fruit with me. Um, well, the one thing we do, now we got those fruit balls. All right, night game. Yeah, yeah all right. We, for a night game. Now I would always. I then I could I could eat lunch, you know, because then the, yes. the pregame wasn't until like four thirty, you know, five o'clock, something like that. You know, so yeah. you could eat like uh, at 11 o'clock in the morning. So I could eat more then, yeah. you know. Yeah, same here. Same okay. here. Yeah, it, it was brunch style. I'd have an omelet. Right. And I'd have a salad. And, you know, I would mix some of the breakfast and lunch items. Still have bacon, of course, because you can't have enough bacon. Well, Eggs Benedict, um, how about that? That was good. Well, but but we never had that in the pregame. You never you had know, Eggs Benedict? Area. No, I've had them, yes. Well, I'm talking no. about for pregame meal. I'm right. talking about like – like at the hotel, like they never put eggs Benedict out as an option for the food that we had, you know, as a team. Okay, all right. Well, that, that I was love my go-to. Trust me, I love, I, I love that. In fact, my favorite is actually a country Benny. Have you heard of a country Benny before? No, I've never heard of a country Benny. What's that? What's okay. that you okay, say? So, yeah, exactly. So instead of the English muffin half, you have a biscuit. Okay. And instead of the ham or the the ham or Canadian bacon, however you want to call it, sausage patty. Ooh, right, I like that. You still get that poached egg instead of the hollandaise drizzle on top of it. Uh huh. S- sausage gravy. Country Benny. Ooh, man, you're speaking the language of love there. You know. Yeah, there it is. Listen, well, next time you come out, we have a place out here called Snooze. I'll take you there. Okay. We're good. I like that. Yeah. You know who yeah, used to amaze me? The great, the late great L.C. Greenwood. He'd be working three plates at, at pregame. I couldn't believe it. He'd have steak on one. He'd have some eggs on another. He'd have pancakes on another. And he'd be killing the stuff. I'm going, how in the world does a 6'8 skinny guy like you put away all that pregame food? It was, like, amazing. But Hollywood Bags was just an amazing individual. You know, I'd never well, seen anybody. Okay, tell me this. You ever seen one time he, he would get dressed, and he'd put on everything, and the last thing he puts on, all right, is his pants. He's got socks and shoes on. Right, dress, shoes, and all this stuff. And the last thing he puts on his pants. I says, LC, how come you do that? How can you do You know what I mean? And he goes, you got to know what's important, young man. <laughs> Get your shoes on. He says, what if there's a fire? And I'm like thinking, well, the first thing I'm doing is grabbing my pants to make sure I have them on. <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's, there's nothing like uh, nothing like running out of a burning building uh, in, right. your, in your skibbies. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, no, that's not, just not an ugly thought, man. No, it just doesn't work. Exactly. You know what? I apologize. I just put that in your head. I, <laughs> that's like fault. one of those worms. It's in your head now. Oh, <laughs> hey, speaking of worms, no, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, um, yeah. Take <laughs> us out, what, buddy. What Take our, us out. What was our time? Oh, okay. Thank God. Okay. We are we are at a we are at a breaking point here in the show. <laughs> uh, We're doing again, great. We, We're just doing great. Listen, Come on. Like Humpty Dumpty, we're going to put ourselves together back during the commercial there break. You go. But while while we are breaking, I want to point this out to everyone out there. You can go and subscribe to our entire lineup of SNR radio shows and podcasts by going on the Steelers mobile app or the iHeartRadio app 
and you can find your favorites such as the standard with Tom and Jacob. You can find Blit, the Steelers Blitz with uh, Johnny Euler and uh, and also Arthur Motes. Yeah, Wesley, just just deal with it. You're gonna be you're gonna be Johnny from now on out. Um, also, the Godfather's on there. We're on there. You can search in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, and then of course some of the other greats. Game day broadcast, uh, game day podcast with Coach Tomlin and Bob Labriola, and much more um, to your heart's desire. But go give us a like, give us a listen, give us a subscribe. We will really appreciate it. And we're going to step aside. You have been and will be in the locker room with Wolf and Starks here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, on offense, I know that, that you know, we're really young, you know, so uh, we got a lot of football to learn. But, you know, like I said, us sticking together and us grinding out. And I mean, we, uh, us putting more work, extra meetings, watching practice, you know, the, all the small stuff that we didn't do at first. And we kind of turned the page and, and, and came, became, and started doing stuff new. And um, I think it paid off. So, man, it's a good team effort. Team win. All right. Well, that was Najee Harris, um, you know, talking about just kind of the team effort, what, it, what goes into the process of, getting the victory, but also, you know, making it a, a habit, right? We talked about those little things, Wolf, last week. What do you do to turn things around? And I thought that Najee hit everything on the head that we talked about, Wolf, right? Taking the extra time, watching some extra film, extra practice, all the little things that make a team come together. And especially when you have so many different new crazy pieces coming in. Mm-hmm. Those are the little details that the bind, you know, that binder, that little bit of glue, right? A little bit of bubble gum you take out to hold something in place that you didn't expect. Like those are those little things that keep that keep the the, the ship right and up top and floating ahead. By the way, you know one of the things too. You got to give a tip of the cap to Matt Canada when that first touchdown, right? You got you got the situation where you got two wide receivers to the left. They run parallel slant routes. You catch up Devin White, who's caught in mat. He's he's basically in in man coverage, and he gets washed up in the bodies, right? But what does Najee yeah. do? Najee just cruises out to the flat, and he's all by his lonesome. You know that was beautifully done. That was a great great route. You know, great call. You know, drop the pass in there. It was a six seven yard touchdown pass. You know, I, yeah. I love that. You know, there's things that, you know, you, you justifiably you point some things out that could be better. And there's things that when they're really better, you got to point it out and give kudos for them. Hey, you got to take the good as well as the bad. Yeah. And right there, that was some good. That was some good. Do- doesn't alleviate the bad. No. It was just good in the moment. <laughs> well, it's like they say, winning covers up for a lot of sins, as we both know from past experiences and our own self. Well, and it's a lot easier to take coaching after a victory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier, yeah, for the coaches to coach after a victory, yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. It's easier for them to do their job, which yes. I'm sure they enjoy doing. But, you know, and, and you know, and Matt Canada was obviously fired up after that game, celebrating with everyone because, I mean, it was a total team victory. Absolutely. Everyone had to be involved to make it happen, and it was just great to see them all excited 
and really focused in as a group. And you hope that, 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 that they take that feeling and they say, you know what, I want to feel that again oh, <laughs> and yeah. again and again. And it leads to something great. Um, obviously, we'll be monitoring the injury report, which Coach Tomlin will be giving to us um, after, actually, our show. We'll, we'll, we'll be running up to the Tomlin press conference. And, of course, Stan Saverin takes over after that. But we'll be interested to see where the statuses are of, of Minka Fitzpatrick, of Cam Sutton of Akella Witherspoon, Levi Wallace, yes. um, Pat Fryermuth, obviously Kenny Pickett in the concussion protocol. Also, I'd love to hear updates, you know, where we're at with Kelvin Austin III. Yes. You know, T.J. Watt progress. And, and also DeMarvin Leal, who we know is now on IR. Right. But, uh, you know, and I think it's a, it's a short-term four-weeker, right? Yeah. I believe that's what it was. As far as I was. know, yeah. yes. Four-weeker. Yeah. So, so I mean, so there, there's there's plenty of guys, you know, plenty of bodies to account for in the aftermath. But also, you know, understand where we're at with Miles Jack. Make sure he's okay. Oh yeah, because that's a huge one. A lot he was of a questions. Guy that, there's a lot of questions yeah, here. A lot yeah. of questions that have to be answered. Not just about the game and, and the upcoming opponent, but a lot of guys on that list. So it'll be interesting to see what is said and what is uh, relayed to us. But that comes up after us. But, you know, Wolf, I, I just also want to talk about Cam Hayward. Oh, yeah, let's talk a little That's Captain not, Cam. I like that. <clears throat> I feel like this is just a weekly segment. You know, well, weekly we have a segment that's just dedicated to all things Cameron Hayward. Hmm. Um, that works. Yeah, that you know, that works. And like you said, Captain Cam's corner. Um, <laughs> but, but Cam just – it's amazing to see when you see that veteran that still plays at a high level. Um, and a guy who is so deserving of all the accolades that he gets because he just he puts in the work and it just shows up. You know, I talked about the the louder, you know, Isaiah Loudermilk, you know, in his first real action this season, setting the edge and blowing things up. But also, what was going on there? Cam's cross facing a center and getting in the backfield to prevent the running back from even thinking that there's a hole there, right? Where there was supposed. But the pressure he provides up up the middle at quarterbacks. You know, pushing Gadecki or Gadecki. Gadecki. Get a clue. Yeah. Anyways, not going to say his name anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, the pressure he puts on him and a lot of the guards in the league and prevents that and, and pressures the inside of a pocket. And the way he could shed a block and make a play in the back. I mean, him and Larry Ogunjobi, I mean, their tandem right now, Wolf, is something great to watch. It is, and and it was it, and it was an exclamation point on Sunday because Cam obviously getting the sack, getting the pressure on Brady um, in that red zone series. I mean, think about this: they were on the one yard line, Wolf, mm-hmm. one yard line, first and goal on the one. They drove them back seven yards and made them kick a field goal. Outstanding work, just outstanding I mean, work. You, I mean, but that comes from the middle. That, that it was a dive play, and then the second one—I don't even know what it was going to be because Larry Ogunjobi was in the backfield as the ball was handed right. off. So I have no clue where that ball was going except for backwards. Right. Um, but it was because you tried to take more attention on Cam from the previous play, and you ended up leaving yourself exposed. Larry Ogunjobi makes the play. So you know, just the interior of that line, what he brings—the heartbeat, the emotion, the tempo. And the focus, you know, getting guys lined up on the sidelines before they're about to go out on the field after special teams. I mean, Cam just does it all, and he just exudes it. 
You know, like 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 you always say. Well, what do you say about how Cam wears leadership? Oh, like water wears wet. There you it know? is. There it is. It's just it's, part it's, of it's, him. A part of who he is. Yeah, it's just synonymous with him. And he's also, you know, think about this. He's also a big brother on the field. Not only to the guys that on his unit, but to his actual literal younger brother playing on the team. Would that be the so Meatball it, Express? <laughs> meatball Express, Shrimp Cocktail Galore, whatever you want to call him. Uh, you know, but hey, call him anything, but don't, but but don't say he has bad hands because yeah, Kyler no. Hayward made some great grabs at the he game. Did. In fact, he had the longest play of the game. Uh, Forty-five on yards, before. I believe it was, wasn't it? Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. There you go. But no fumbling. I mean, it was it was tremendous to watch. And so, you know, for Cam, just to continue to stack these good games, right? Like you said, seventy career sacks from an interior position. Um, that's something tough to do. He's phenomenal. And he doesn't play. Yeah. Well, and he, and he doesn't play in a defensive scheme like an Aaron Donald. No. Just imagine if he played in a scheme like that, it would be even worse for folks because he's big, athletic, rangy, and and he's also very mean when he's on the field. <laughs> he is very mean. You know the. You know, well, here's one of the things I, I really I really enjoy guys that develop their technique, and he has really come a long ways because, you know, prior you know in, prior to the turn of the century, um, you got everybody hit with their heads. You know what I mean. Yep. Now the lockout, you watch him lock out on guys. It's like it's really like watching a guy catch a car rolling downhill. You know what I mean? A defensive yeah. lineman has to get to that lockout point. He's got to be able to position his body in a posture of strength so that he's able to withstand the forces coming at him while he's locked out. You know, when you when you met helmet to helmet and you you punch to get the inside position on the chest plate of the shoulder pads, that's one thing. But when you got to hold out your arms, extend your arms, and lock out to keep from getting that helmet-to-helmet collision and being able to keep in that posture where you can release and disengage and go to the ball, it's that's another thing altogether. And you watch him with a bull rush. Back in the day, the bull rush was a guy coming in and pow, he's going to hit you right in the kisser. He's going to put his forehead right in your chin and try to climb the body. That's the way a bull rush was done. Now, because Cam is... To me, in my mind, he's really perfected the modern era bull rush with that two-arm lockout or the one-arm stab and using that as a pivot point to be able to drive a man backward. And no no better could I ever, ever put or give you a a situation than when he took Quentin Nelson, the big guard from uh, the Indianapolis Colts, and he drove him straight back and weaponized the keister of Quentin Nelson when he rammed him into Jacoby Brissett and he uh, goofed up his knee, you know, and went down. He His knee got, got hit. and But, I mean, to be able to take a, a mammoth human being like Quentin Nelson backwards from a two-hand stab and bull rush him and, and do what he did, that, to, that, that play just sticks in my mind like crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's – it's one of those and here's the thing. Well, when the, Cam you know first why? Came in the league, because because it could have been you or me. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I you know I played with Cam. Right, right. I, right. I you mean, know what I'm talking when about. Cam, when Cam came in as a rookie, but he did exactly what you're talking about, right? Led yep. with the head, and right. then and then when you know it was it was it was it's butt a process. And shoot. Yes. Yeah, he would butt his head, and then he would shoot his arms out, so you could you could cage him in um, early on. And he's learned throughout these years how to not only 
use his use his his arms, which are very long, as an extension, almost like forklifts. But like you said, the power that comes behind that because you can see things now. Yeah. Right. Yes. You create that separation. Now he can look left, look right, and 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 and, and ragdoll a guy. Whereas early on, he he's coming in. I'm coming in this gap, and he just come head first, and you're like, and, and you know, and the reason why we're like. Yep, iron head fits because his head's heavy. Yes. Because if he hits you, I mean, it was just it was a concussion waiting to happen if he if he hits you in the helmet <laughs> with his head. But I mean, that was the things that you you try to talk to him to a degree about you know because he come and ask questions. Hey man, what, what do you think I could do to work off? Hey, I saw this. How do you defend this? And he was always a student at trying to figure it out. And then you saw it kind of kind of really bear its bear it bear fruit about year five for Cam. That's really when the transition happened for him. And, you know, you just saw that lockout extension just became a hallmark of his game because you're watching the Aaron Smiths of the world. You're watching the Casey Hamptons. And those are the guys that are using their hands to shoot and then throwing their hips in the way. And you just watch the way that he, he can eat up a double team and then split it um, in, the same, in the same token is because you throw, you throw that hip into a, into, a, into a guard's lap and you have both your arms fully extended out on the tackle – Right. I mean, it's almost like caution tape, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, if you see caution tape, you don't go, you don't go that way. You do, you you direct. He, so he puts up the caution tape with his body, and then he's still there to make to make the play. It's just tremendous to watch. It really is, and he's really at the apex, really of. He is an apex predator, as they say, and but he's also at the apex of the new form of technique, really that has come about in, in, in the NFL. I, I can't say enough about it. And he is – one of the things you love about him is he leads the way for a lot of other guys. You know, guys look to him. He has got that Captain Cam thing going on. And he is one of those guys that um, – I again, I, I don't know how to talk about it other than say it's just a natural part of who he is, you know, as, as you were talking about um, earlier. And, he, and, and you know what? And I think he just leads from the front and does a great job of it. So I hope it continues. I, I love the fact that, uh, you know, as we move along here, he is um, one of these guys that, that uh, is, is going to be he, – you talk about a Hall of Honor guy. This guy's easily going to be a Hall of Honor guy. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised a at all. Hall of was, a lot of things. Yes, yeah. There's, there's – <laughs> He's one hall of a lot of a lot of player. <laughs> yeah, one hall of a guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see you're moving the same mindset as me. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that should you know scare you. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Once again, that is that is a good partner host to host connection. That's, That's all it. it means. That's it. It's a good mind meld of of all things good. But you know what we're gonna do. Compare concussions. Mo- oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 not this stuff. We could do that during this commercial break we're about okay. to take, Wolf. Right. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, when we come back, we'll wrap up the show. Um, final thoughts. Obviously, there's there's one topic I do want to get to of a more serious nature. Um, we'll talk about that on the other side. But first, I do want to make sure we all know that if you missed any of this show today, you can go on Steeler on the Steelers mobile app. You can also go on iHeartRadio app and wherever else you get podcasts. You can actually hear this show right here in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. You can hear it broken down even by hours. If you only got an hour or you got 40 minutes, we'll we'll be there to fill that need. Or if you got even more time, don't waste it. Use it on us. Let us listen if you got two hours to spare. Um, Listen to our show, but you can go subscribe, like, and listen to all of our shows and all the other shows on SNR 
by going to all these podcast centrals and uh, downloading our shows or downloading part of our show. I don't care. You know, just, just go ahead, give it a listen. Let me know. Let me know your thoughts. But we'll be right back here for the final segment of In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks for the day. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, it's the final segment of Power Hour. That's hour two here for In the Locker Room. He's Craig Wolfley. I'm Max Starks, and we are... Rounding that bell lap, right, Wolf? I mean, you can ring the bell. It's the bell lap here as uh, we set you up uh, to go right into the Mike Tomlin press conference after we get off these here airwaves um, and hear, you know, kind of the after-action report and also the preview report from Coach Tomlin with all of the media there. Uh, Wolf, uh, you know, I don't know about you. A lot of people don't. (laughs) Yeah, that is true. Well, they're they're getting to know more and more about us the more they listen to the show. There uh, you go. But I I think do you remember a moment where you just had just a bad game? Oh. You know, just a game where you did oh. not want to be shown in public. I mean, it was almost paper bag, right? Paper yep. bag head. Yep. Um, type of feeling. Uh, and, and what did that make you feel? And and how were you received? Just kind of just from your experience. Oh, you know, I remember after well, eighty nine, thirty three years ago, you got uh, the fifty one nothing loss and the forty one to ten loss to Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. And I remember before the Minnesota game, which was the third game of the season, which is what I always say: you you can always you you never know, you never give up because you can always turn it around. And that was the turning point. For that season, just like this game can be the turning point for this season. But I remember with Tunch and I, we, we that whole week we were going through drive-throughs. You know, <laughs> no matter yeah. what, you know, you got you got to pick up uh, you know clothes from the cleaners. Oh, go through the drive-through part. You know, you got to go to Burger yeah. King. You got to get some lunch. Let's go through the drive-through. You didn't want to even be associated with your own name. You know, because you felt so bad when you had that bad game. There was nothing. I remember. My second year in the league, we were out in Seattle. Franco went 90 yards on a screen pass for a touchdown. Would have won the game, except I got hit in the head with a flag. And I, I, I was, it was awful. You know, the, the penalty, it brings it back. And I got to fly all the way from Seattle. We lose the game. I fly all the way from Seattle back to Pittsburgh, and I am the guy that lost the game. You know what I mean? And the next day, I go to – I remember having breakfast at King's Restaurant, and I'm sitting there with my head like I'm, I'm reading a newspaper, right? And all of a yeah. sudden, I notice there's somebody standing at the booth, and it's two old gents, right? Elder gentlemen. 
And as soon as I look up, they go, kid, what were you thinking when you pulled down that linebacker, you know? And I'm like, and by the way, it was Keith Butler, the former defensive coordinator of the Steelers, right? So every time I saw Butts, I called him, I called him the Greg Luganis, the diver, you know? But anyhow, yeah, that exactly. that's an awful feeling. That's as bad as you can, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you are the, the, the one that, Everybody thinks you're the guy that you lost the the game. There's a lot of um, ill will directed towards you. No, you, I mean you, you're hitting the nail on the head. I mean it, it's one of those things you, <clears throat> and I don't think fans realize we are going to be worse to ourselves than you could ever be. Oh yeah, right. Yep. But you know, I I remember um, 06. Uh, we're we're out we're out in Oakland. Flew out there early, right? Time change and all oh, that other stuff. Oh, I remember stuff. this game, yes. That's right. I mean, we came out to Oakland and just absolutely had a bad game. I was going up against Derek Burgess. That was my first time ever giving up two sacks in a game. Mm. He was lining up in this, like, ghost nine technique, and I just couldn't figure out the angle to get back there fast enough. And, you know, and then also, I mean, we couldn't hold on to the football either because that's back when they still had the combo stadium. Yeah, um, and the, and the Oakland A. So the, so the clay was out there as well at the time, and I just had I had I had a tough time dealing with him. And even though you know it was it was like okay, I mean I know they had Warren Sapp and everything, but I wasn't worried about Sapp or anybody. It was Derek Burgess. Yeah, I just remember coming on the flight. Just you know, Ben was upset because you know the, we we would have had a play where Hines broke to the middle of the field on, on a post route, and I mean and, and the and the safety had tripped. And if I actually would have blocked the guy, probably would have been the the touchdown that would have given us enough room, right, to mm -hmm. win the game. Yep. And we didn't. So you take that long flight home back from west oh. to east and just that week just, just really just beat myself up. I gave up two sacks in that game. Um, I, think I, I think I also had like a false start because I, I was nervous about getting out there and being too late that it, 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 it you know, it bled into the next play. But – you know what was uh, what what why I bring that up, Wolf, and why I do this is because I think for all the things that we go through as players, mm -hmm. all of you know, because your your professional life is a public spectacle, mm -hmm. and when I say that, that means where most people can do their jobs and you do them almost anonymously at times, especially hell in the, in the, in the age here of zoom. I mean, you don't really even have to show up in the office. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you have to have your camera on, you know, for the zoom, but for a football, for a professional athlete, you see their work and you're judging every moment of their professional career, right? Mm -hmm, right. You see what it is that they're doing. You don't see the practice, but you see the board meeting every week. And, you know, we take that personal, right? Oh, yeah. Just what you see, we're going to see it over and over and over again. <laughs> so we are, we're already our own worst critic. And I say that because, you know, got wind of, and you brought this to my attention, and, oh, of course, I went yeah. and read up on it. But Kevin Dotson, starting Steelers left guard, was receiving death threats. Good heavens. After the game on Sunday, 10 to 12 of them, I'm not even going to give them the respect of saying that they're a fan no. because I know fan is short for fanatic, but I don't want 
them to even be associated with the Steelers or Steeler Nation or anything like that. And that's just wrong. I mean, the guy's doing a job. He he didn't intentionally do anything no. like that. He said as much. You don't intentionally expect to give up a sack. Nobody nobody no, says, oh, man, I can't wait to give up a sack. No. Take penalties. It was a bad day. It was a bad day. Everybody's entitled to a bad day. And everybody on this planet has had a bad day at some point. Because if you've never had a bad day, you never know what a good day is. You're right. So, you know, for that, I'm just – I'm upset about that. You know, I am that, upset that, about that. That, that's, that, that's, that pains me. Yeah, that is totally unnecessary, and that is not any part of Steeler Nation. Uh, there's no way. And I just I, – I, 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 I just feel bad for Kevin that something like that would happen. But uh, you know what? He's made out of stern stuff, and uh, he'll get through this. I just don't understand people who think that they have a right to comment on the life of somebody like that. That's just disgusting. Or the right to end somebody's life. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear you. Like, like that, 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 that. That's just that's beyond me. But you know what? Kev, like you pal. said, Kevin Dawson's strong, yep. and he's going to get through it. But I just wanted to bring that to light. Keep, you know, sometimes keep some things to yourself, especially when it's that. You know, Bingo. let's try and breathe positivity and love in this world, and we'll be better off for it. But um, you know, missing of our show today, you can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts. Got the drive. In the locker room, you're listening to now Steelers Blitz, Steelers Standard, as well as many more. They're all available on the Steelers mobile app, iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thank you guys for listening today. We're now going to uplink you to the Mike Tomlin press conference, and we'll be back here, same bat channel, same bat time, tomorrow on Wednesday. You've been in the locker room. Thanks for listening. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.